the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome, everybody, to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host for this week. It is great to be with you, and I want to welcome our San Diego audience on KPRZ, who's now live at 4 o'clock as well as 3 o'clock. Isn't it great that we are together in Southern California from 3 to 5 Live on KKLA and KPRZ, and we are live together online. If you can't get uh, radio reception where you are, you can listen on your computer or your smartphone. Uh, Go to KKLA.com. If you're in the L.A., greater Los Angeles area, download the KKLA app. You can listen to everything on KKLA at that app. Or if you're in the greater San Diego area, KPRZ.com and get that app. Put it on your phone You can listen through your phone. You can listen through uh, Bluetooth if you have a car that has that in it. Um, I'm always kind of on old cars like my car right now. It's old. It's eight years old or nine years old. How old is my car? It is, uh, yeah, eight, nine years old, I guess, this year. It's the first one I've ever had with Bluetooth on it. I'm kind of on the, the Dave Ramsey car plan where I buy old cars, and I never have a car payment. I cannot, I cannot recommend it more. It is a great, great thing to not have a car payment. There's your financial advice for the hour. Um, and, uh, I'm somebody who can do it cause I used to be in terrible debt. Have you ever been in terrible debt? I'll tell you that story one time. Not really uh, on my mind at this moment. What is on my mind is you and you being a part of our show and us being a, a radio family here. And we have so much to do, so much to talk about. Uh, the number is 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. If you'd like to be a part of the program and, uh, we're going to talk about some things in the news this hour a little bit, but also I want to hear something for you. One of the news stories that's out there that I think is interesting, certainly interesting as a, as a believer, as Christians, is what are the most searched for Bible verses of 2021? Because we have so many people using digital Bibles and digital sources, those, those companies put out what are the top searched verses. And I think it's interesting to see that year to year because it changes our perspective. Uh, it gives us an idea maybe of what people are thinking about. And not everybody searching are, are Christians. A lot of people are searching because they heard a Bible verse somewhere, or they heard some notion somewhere, and uh, they're looking it up. What, what's on people's minds spiritually? And that's important for us to understand, and I think it'll give us some hope. What I'd like to hear from you is, what is your favorite Bible verse? Or what is something that you have learned from the scriptures this past year that you have leaned on that has really made a difference in your life? Would you like to share that with us? We'd love to have you do that. The number is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. I'm going to encourage you to put that right in your phone, 888-528-2557. That way you don't have to fumble around when you when you realize, oh, I know what my favorite Bible verse is. I want to share it. And uh, you have to fumble around, figure out what the phone number is. No, you just put it in your phone. It's right there, ready to go. Put it under SoCal Live. And uh, between 3 and 5 every weekday, you can give give us a call, 888-528-2557. So we'll get into that subject here in just a minute, but you can go ahead and call now. What's your favorite Bible verse? What is it that uh, you learned in Scripture, something that uh, affected your life, particularly this past uh, year in 2021? 
maybe it's different from 2020. And there are some differences in that list. We'll get to that in just a minute. So hopefully you've got your, your afternoon coffee. If that's your thing, that's, that's mine. I like to talk about it. I'm, I'm starting to do a Bible study on uh, coffee in the Bible, uh, which really it isn't there. But there's a Hebrew word that looks like coffee, and there's a Greek transliteration of it that looks like coffee. So some people tend to think there are. Uh, it's not really there, but I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll give you that uh, some other time. I thought we'd talk about the, uh, the news a little bit. Uh, in shocking news, I am just shocked, shocked to report, shocked, shocked to report that the uh, California mask mandate has been extended to February 15th. Um, I don't really want to talk about that, but uh, are you surprised? I'm not surprised. And in fact, whenever we had that thing and they said, oh, for a month, for a month, we're going to have you have a, wear a mask, everybody in this state knew that wasn't going to be just for a month. Uh, so it's going to go on for another month. But here's an interesting side effect uh, to that, something I think that we should uh, you know, keep in mind. Um, it could affect the Super Bowl, which is going to be held in Los Angeles. Did you know this? Uh, it is uh, a story that came out today. Is the NFL explores Super Bowl move from Los Angeles to Cowboys AT&T Stadium. This is a real story. Uh, NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy confirmed that the contingency has been explored, and though he mentioned it's not an unusual exercise, they're already making an excuse. Here's the quote, quote, we plan on playing Super Bowl, what is it? I got to do the Roman numerals, uh, 56 LVI. We plan on doing Super Bowl 56 as scheduled at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on Sunday, February 13th. Super Bowl is late this year. Like interrupting with our, you know, are you going to do a Valentine's-themed Super Bowl? That's not a bad idea, right, guys? Let's figure that out. There must be a way. What in the world are we talking about? February 13th, McCarthy said, as a part of our standard contingency planning process that we conduct for all regular and postseason games, how often, honestly, are games moved? Is there always a contingency plan? I don't know. Uh, we've contacted several clubs to inquire about stadium availability in the event that we cannot play Super Bowl as scheduled due to weather-related issues or unforeseen circumstances, COVID mask mandate. Our planning process for the Super Bowl in Los Angeles is ahead of schedule, and we look forward to hosting the Super Bowl there to culminate another fantastic NFL season, you know, these statements that people come up with. Uh, what I noticed in this statement here is that the city of Arlington proactively contacted the NFL. So that means that uh, there's some smart guys sitting over there, men and women, sitting in Arlington going, you know, we took the Rose Bowl last year. Let's see if we can take the Super Bowl this year. That's exactly the conversation, right? It has to be that. And they called, and uh, it could happen. I mean, Texas, you know, they're taking our jobs, they're taking our people, and now they're taking our Super Bowl. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully that is not the case. Hopefully a Los Angeles team will get to play in the Super Bowl. We got uh, one and maybe two who are who are in the hunt uh, for that. Uh, so that's exciting. I actually proposed to the city of San Diego a stadium plan. Do you know that? It's called the, fur the Furrow Plan. It's probably out there somewhere. And the Furrow Plan was let the Chargers move to L.A. That's fine. Let them go. But let's build a big stadium anyway. Let's tear down uh, what used to be uh, Qualcomm Stadium. Now they're building this uh, stadium. What's actually happening is they're building a stadium for San Diego State on that same location. It's this rickety thing in Mission Valley, San Diego, uh, that they're putting up. Um, but my plan, the furrow plan, was let's build 
the greatest stadium, the greatest football stadium ever, and make an agreement with the NFL that we never will have a football team in San Diego, but we get to call the stadium the Super Bowl, and we always get the Super Bowl in San Diego. That was the idea, and uh, that got rejected. I thought it was a good idea. 99 years we get the Super Bowl here in uh, in San Diego. Uh, That's where I'm sitting today, by the way, in San Diego. Uh, But I am excited that it's in Los Angeles, and uh, hopefully we'll get to keep it there. Uh, Not really important news in the the grand scheme of things, but, uh, you know, I thought you should know. Mask mandate, you never know what that's going to affect. Uh, Coronavirus is um, affecting everybody. Are you sick? Um, Gosh, almost everybody I know is, is pretty sick with either a cold or the flu or the coronavirus. And now there's something new. It's called the fluoronavirus. And it has been discovered already in Los Angeles. The first case of fluorona. I'm not making this up. You can Google it. It's right there. A COVID testing site says that it has detected what is believed to be the first fluorona co-infection in Los Angeles County. And the case was detected four days ago at a testing site in Brentwood uh, near the Getty Center. In case you're wondering where you might have been exposed to fluorona. Uh, that's where it is. And it's in a kid. Kid tested positive for both influenza and the coronavirus at the same time. That's what fluorona is. I thought it was a joke. They came up with it. Uh, it's an actual thing, fluorona. Uh, it does not sound good. I hope that you stay away from it. Um, the way my my mind works, though, is I immediately thought, well, there's a song here in that. My fluorona go into the testing line, the testing line, hoping that I don't have my eye fluorona, hoping that I don't get it, don't get sick. I don't want to catch my fluorona. See, that's there. Weird Al, eat your heart out, man. I should record that. I didn't sing it too well right now. I should have worked on that beforehand. But, you know, I thought about this. I can't I can't not do that. See, the way I cope with bad news is I make jokes. I joke. That's how I cope. That's how it goes. Uh, so I don't mean to offend you or uh, bother you with all of that. But, uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> there it is. Oh, see, I could sing it. Go Go into the testing line, the testing line, hoping that I don't have my fluorona, hoping that I don't get it. I don't get sick. I don't want to catch my fluorona. See, I'm getting there. I'll have to work on it a little bit. Thank you there, uh, Wilbert, for that. And uh, I'm here all week. See, uh, I, have, I, have a, I have a karaoke trophy I just need to mention. I won a contest once. Not for that song. All right, that's in the news anyway. In all seriousness, don't get fluorona. That sounds terrible. Um, but it's for real. Uh, and flu is going, you know what I think is funny is people, this is something that's going on in the testing. It's not funny, but it's what people are doing. So people, the, one of the reasons that the testing lines are so huge is because people are going with all of the coronavirus symptoms, but they forgot that it could be just a cold or it could be just flu and it's not coronavirus. And people are going, the same person goes every day. That's one of the things that's happening. I heard this reported today uh, on LA radio that, that you go one day, you get tested for coronavirus, you don't have it, you go home. But you go back the next day because now you have a new symptom, so you get tested again. And then you get tested. What you really have is the flu, but because you haven't had the flu for a couple of years because people didn't get it last year, you forgot that you get the flu. You forgot what the symptoms are. Is that possible that that's really how we look at this, that we forgot what the flu is like? Uh, Maybe. 
I don't know when the last time I got the flu is. Hey, the question that I asked you for this hour, this is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Uh, Joking around a bit, but a serious subject for us is this. Uh, What's your favorite Bible verse? In a moment, we'll start sharing uh, what 2021's most searched for Bible verses were. And I'd love to hear what your favorite Bible verse is or what you searched for, what you learned in 2021. I promise we won't do too much of 2021. We need to get into 2022. And we'll talk about some things. Tomorrow, uh, we have a great uh, interview planned, and we've got, uh, we were going to talk about, we'll probably still talk about January 6th. Do we need to talk about that? President Trump, former President Trump, canceled his his press conference that he was going to do. He was going to give a speech about all that. I think wisely he canceled it, uh, but it messes up my idea because that was going to happen right before the show. And I was going to say, okay, listen to that speech, and then let's talk about it. That would have been outrageous, probably. Um, maybe he's just going to sell some Trump steaks. I don't know what he planned to do with it, but he's not going to talk. So that's, we'll probably still talk about that uh, tomorrow, January 6th. More coronavirus news. There's so much coronavirus news. Oh, what I wanted you to do was uh, tell me your favorite Bible verse and give me a call, 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. You can call about these other things I'm talking about in the news if it's uh, you know interesting to you also. Federal health leaders are moving away from an emphasis on what constitutes being fully vaccinated against COVID-19 in favor of staying current with shots. And so here's, uh, here's the quote. I think this, uh, this comes from uh, Dr. Fauci. He says, uh, we're using the terminology now, keeping your vaccinations up to date rather than fully vaccinated. Uh, that's what he says. So right now, optimal protection is with a third shot of mRNA or a second shot of J&J. I thought the J&J was canceled. Johnson and Johnson. Anyway, that's what he's saying. Uh, we keep getting conflicting uh, stuff. I understand, you know, and, and they change, you know, what they're saying because they don't want to say you're fully vaccinated. And I get this from a PR. There's a PR guy somewhere. There's got to be PR people screaming and, and resigning. Uh, but somebody's screaming. You can't tell people they're fully vaccinated and then tell people they're unfully vaccinated. You can't do that. So all you can do is change the term. And that's what they're going to do. So you're going to forever be fully vaccinated, but your vaccinations will not be up to date. That's what's coming. Uh, They're changing some other terminology at the CDC, Center for Disease Control. They're going to change their name to the CWHNI, which is Centers for, we have no idea. We're just going to put it out there. Um, uh, To be fair, it's probably more accurate for what they're doing to say you're keeping your vaccinations up to date. Right. When you get a tetanus shot, you, what, you get 10 years and then you got to get another one. Uh, you need to have your those kinds of things up to date. That's that's consistent with what they regularly do. And whatever the plan is for, uh, you know, for the vaccines, I guess you they've reduced it now to five months in Pfizer. You got to go back and uh, so five months or five minutes for your fourth shot when you get your next one. Uh, so that's what's happening. So they're going to say that. All right. Uh, that's what's coming. Just to just to put that out there. Um, you're no longer fully vaccinated. You're just expired. Uh, That's what they're going to say to you. All right. Hey, and more serious things. I like to go through the news just because it's kind of fun, but more serious things. And when we think about the coronavirus and other stuff, uh, what's your, what Bible verse has comforted you in the last year? Or maybe what is something that you decided to look up and uh, that you hadn't seen uh, for a long time or that you didn't know something that you learned 
we have the ability now to see what people actually are looking up. And uh, Uversion, which is uh, probably the Bible app you have, there's a lot of Bible apps out there. The Uversion app, uh, it's known as the Bible app, and uh, it's the most popular one uh, in your app store. And you can put that right on your phone. I have it. There's a lot of reading plans on there. It's free. Um, every version of excuse me, every version of the Bible is on there. It's called Uversion, and I forget the reason. When it first came out, I thought. Why are they calling it version? That sounds like I get to write my own Bible, which is like the biggest problem, but that's not what it is. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good tool. I use it. Um, and it gave us the most popular verses. You know what the most searched for verse in 2021 was? Do you want to guess? Here's what it is. Matthew six thirty three. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That was Uversion's 2021 verse of the year, shared, bookmarked, and highlighted the most often, and it was number one in the United States. I think that's great news. I think that's fantastic. Is that a verse that people are looking up? Because I think that one of the things that is positive in everything that's been going on for the church is that we are, we are being expected, uh, or we are, we are taking a, a, an inside look. One of the things that we're doing is looking at the logs in our own eyes, and we all have them. Pastors, we got them. We got them. And people in our churches, we've got logs in our eyes, and we're so eager to criticize other people or other Christians, and, and uh, we are so worried about coronavirus, and we're worried about the politics mainly around all of that. We're worried about politics in general, and we've been that way for a long time, and it seems to overcome the kingdom of God in our thinking. And the idea that Matthew 6.33, or 6... Yeah, Matthew 6.33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you, was the top highlighted, shared, and bookmarked verse in the version in the United States. Um, I think that's super positive. We have an opportunity in all the chaos and all the things that is frustrating. My friends, I'm going to reiterate, we've got an opportunity together to have revival, like for real. This is a sign of it. And I think the fact that people, Christians apparently, are taking a look and saying, there's other verses, we're going to get to that after the break here, uh, and we'll get to yours. If you have uh, something you want to share, I'd love to hear from you. 888-LA-TALKS is the phone number, 888-528-2557. I think the fact that people are seeking that, I think it's positive. We need to be seeking the kingdom of God first. We're ambassadors of Christ. That's our role. That's our political role. We're citizens of America, and there are lots of things we need to be concerned about with that as citizens together. And I talked about it a lot yesterday. We'll talk about it more another time. We've got to be concerned about our schools and about the kids. But there's a deeper reason, a more important reason. We need to care deeply about people and especially their souls and seek first the kingdom of God. And too often it's too easy to seek our own kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's very often that we seek our own righteousness or we seek the righteousness of our pastor or somebody that we listen to on the radio or, or some other person that we admire. Uh, and we're going to be disappointed eventually because, uh, like me, none of them are perfect. Um, I think it's very, very encouraging. What verse or what Bible passage is your favorite? Do you have a life verse something that's meaningful to you, 
uh, give me a call. Share it with us. 888-528-2557 is the number. That's 888-LA-TALKS. This is uh, Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. There's another tool for you out there. I want you to give us a call, but you can also email me now at, at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. SoCalLive at KKLA.com. And uh, if you have something you want to email the show, you can email us at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. But for now, call me up with your favorite Bible verse, your life verse, your verse specifically for 2021, or maybe already for 2022, if that's on your mind. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. I'll be back in just a couple of moments. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your guest host. Great to be with you today on this uh this wonderful January 2022 afternoon, January 5th. Good to be with you. And what we're doing this this hour is talking about our favorite Bible verse. I'll take your calls here in just a second. Uh, 888-LA-TALKS is the phone number, 888-528-2557. We talked about uh, companies releasing the most searched for Bible verses online today. And I thought, well, what are the things that have affected you? What are your favorite Bible verses? What has really helped you during this time? Give me a call. 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Let's go to the phones now. Karen in Los Angeles. Karen, thanks for holding so long. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, can you hear me? I can. Okay, great. Um, my my favorite verse has a little bit of a story. Can I just, I'll concise it. Sure. But you'll get the point at the end. Um, I go for a walk in the morning, and usually I go 6.30, 6 o'clock, so I, the sun's not on me. Yeah. This particular day, I parked my car and I walked 13 minutes down to where I walked. And all the way down, I was grumbling. Oh, my gosh, it's 7 o'clock. I'm going to be in the heat. And I was just so irritated, and I just kept thinking about how irritated I was. So I get down to where I start my walk, and then my mind goes blank, you know, after I'm you know, done complaining. <laughs> and I'm walking, and then just out of nowhere... The first pops into my head, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything will be added. Yeah. Literally five steps later, I looked down, and there was a $50 bill. I said, you're kidding me. I picked it up, and like a minute later, somebody walked my door towards me. That would have been his. And then like two minutes later, this, this guy sleeping would have been his. Yeah. God put me there right at that moment with the verse just popped in my head. And then and then the $50 bill is there. And it had meaning for me because I'm a single mom. Mm. I folded that thing, that $50 bill, put it in my pocket. And like two months later, I needed to put it in the bank so I wouldn't bounce a check or, you know, bounce my, my gym yeah. membership. But, but it's just a reminder that I'm watching you. I know where you are. I'm leading you. Keep going look to me, and it was just, you're kidding me, God, that was such a beautiful moment. You know what, you know what the, you know what the verse is right after that? It's not off the top of my head. It's, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And then it says, and therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about (laughs) itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. See, I think that God is, he's providing for you. And he, the $50 bill was in my pocket folded up for months, a couple months before I needed it. 
Yeah, you, you know what? Done. It's a great story. Thank you for sharing that, uh, Karen, very much. I understand that very much. I, uh, in fact, whenever uh, my wife and I, whenever some, we get extra money for whatever reason, a gift or something, we've come to this point where we're like, okay, we're not going to spend it because God is providing for us before the car breaks down. That's what's going to happen. That seems to be what God does for us. He provides in advance, you know. Uh, so that's a great story, Karen. Thank you for that. Uh, Beatrice from San Diego, welcome to Southern California Live. Thanks Hi, for holding so long. Rob, Thanks. I very much enjoy your show. Thank you, Beatrice. Thanks for holding for so long. What's your uh, What's the Bible verse that you want to share with us? I'm always eager to share my life verse. It's Psalm thirty-seven four. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And it goes along with the scripture that both you and Karen quoted, Matthew six thirty-three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So I love to share that verse, the Psalm 37, 4, with people, and just tell them, you know what? You delight in the Lord. Love him with all your heart. Read the Word. Praise him. Listen to teachings. Go, you know, go hear the Word of God at church. And then he places the desires in your heart that line up with his perfect will. That's I right. just love that, and he's just never, ever failed me. I love it. Hey, Beatrice, thank you for that and for sharing that. And you're right, you know, that, you know, we got to be careful with verses like that because sometimes we focus on the, and he will give you the desires of your heart part. And we got to remember the first part, take delight in the Lord. And as you explained, it's what that means. You know, in the context of it, verse three, it says, trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and enjoy my safe, enjoy safe pasture, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous rewards shine like the dawn for your vindication like the noonday sun. Such a great passage. And as you explained, you know, he's going to put the desires of your heart, the true desires of your heart, the true desires of your heart are to please God. The true desires of your heart are to do what is right, to do the things that are beneficial for uh, your others and the calling that you have in Christ. Thank you for sharing that uh, very much. We're sharing our favorite Bible verse and taking a look at the uh, top verses of uh, 2021 that we're searched for online. Let's go to Rich in Santa Monica. Rich, thanks for calling Southern California Live. Very cool. Uh, first time caller. Hi, thanks for calling, Rich. Thanks uh, yeah, for joining um, us. My pleasure. Um, I've always loved uh, John 25. Um, I, I forget the, the, the number, but it's in chapter 25. Um, and Mary says... Uh, do whatever he says, and they're talking about Jesus. And it's it's at the wedding at Canaan. Okay, and uh, that's the last time she speaks in the Bible. And um, I always um, I treasure that because um, it's the it's his mother um, telling the world that you know listen to what Jesus says, and uh, that yeah. always uh, always perks my day. That's uh, that's a great passage. It's actually John chapter two verse five. Uh, so I know I see where you said John twenty five, but the reason you might have lost it is it's actually John chapter two verse five. Uh, thank you, Rich. Thank you for that. And you're right; that is, I think, the last time Mary speaks. And uh, you have to think if you're if you're Jesus's mom, uh, eventually you just don't argue, right? Just do whatever he tells you. <laughs> that has to be her attitude um, about things, and it would be the right thing. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. We're talking about our favorite Bible verse. 888 LA Talks, 
seven. Jackie in Compton, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, um, Hi Jackie. Bible verse. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, my favorite Bible verse is Luke ten twenty seven. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy mind, all thy strength, and all thy soul, and thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah. Um, the reason being is um, literally it's going to be for 2022 because I was trying to think of a resolution. I always pick something, get healthy. And right. this time I was thinking, um, you know, be kinder. So then I said, mm. that verse, I was reading my Bible, and it stuck out to me. And I said, wow, if I concentrate on that, if just on the Lord every day, um, I believe I will be kinder. I, will, I believe I'll just be a light in the world, and that's what I want to be. So that's my, my verse for 2022, probably for the rest of my life, really. So I ja- wanted to share that. Jackie, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. And that, you know... The the context of that verse, I always like to put that in there, is Jesus is asked, you know, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And and uh, Jesus says, well, what's written in the law? How do you read it? And the verse you quoted, he answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And those begin, we read, read those first in Deuteronomy, see them in Leviticus, it's carried throughout the scripture. And Jesus says, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. And when you put it in context, Jackie, with what you just said, you're you're learning how to live, what it really means to to live. Like you ever hear people say, you know, I just feel so alive. You know, when you feel alive, when you just really feel alive, when you feel the joy in your heart, when you have the compassion in your heart, it's when you do this. It's when you love the Lord your God with your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, because this is what you're called to do. This is what you were created to do. People ask all the time, what was I made to do? This, this is what you were made to do. Great verse, Jackie. Thank you for sharing. Uh, We took a look at the top verses that were searched in uh, the United States and the world. Um, And the first one was uh, Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God. The second one, you know what the second most searched verse was? Uh, was Jeremiah 29.11. And uh, I think that's interesting because uh, we live in such a time where there is uh, people really looking for hope, right? And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, you probably have this memorized, but I'll, I'm going to spoil it a little for you because you probably have it a little out of context. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. In the last hour, I talked about how I used to run a young adult ministry. That was my first ministry, and one of those ministries was called 2911. That's what they they named it, and it was young adults who were looking out into their life and trying to figure out what God has planned for their life. You know, if you're a young person and you're you know 23, 24, you're discovering something. You're so often discovering that whatever your major was in college, if you went to college, um, is uh, not something you enjoy, or in many cases today, it's not something that pays you any money you know, um, and so you realize I need to make a living. I'm going to have to do something else. You or maybe you went into the military and you thought this was going to be my career, but, uh, you got out in four and now you're wondering what in the world am I going to do? You know, this passage, you know, what's interesting about it. It certainly is something that's meant to give us hope. It is meant to, um, you know, I think it's a good one for us, but the context of it is actually in the second coming of Christ and the promise that God has given Israel. Uh, don't miss that, that the promise is not that uh, God's plans for you in this life are to, you know, make you successful in this life with respect to your resume. 
God's plans for you um, are to be saved, to be part of his family, and to live for eternity. See, when you put it in that context, the plans God has for you is that, plans to prosper you forever and not to harm you forever, plans to give you hope in a future, a real future. You have a real future if you have Christ. Uh, In the context here, it's talking about Israel and Israel at the end times. Verse 12, it says, then you will call on me, speaking to Israel, and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place which I carried you into exile. It's part of the promise to Israel that they're going to come back to Israel, that this is God's plan, which, by the way, God has been answering this promise since 1948 when Israel became a nation after they were wiped off the face of the earth and scattered around the world. There were more Jewish people in New York in 1948 than anywhere in the Middle East. Today, that's not true. And God is answering this promise to Israel, Jeremiah 29, 11. I think it translates to all believers that God does have a plan and it is salvation, but specifically it's important to know that God is going to answer this plan uh, at the end times, at the end of the 70 weeks in Daniel, it says earlier in that passage. All right, I got to take a break. Give me a call, 888-528-2557, with your favorite Bible verse or your life verse, something that God has placed on your heart, especially if it was something real helpful for you in 2021 or any time in your life. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back in just a moment. I'll be back in just a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Your host, your guest host, it is great to be with you today. We're talking about our favorite Bible verses, and uh, we have just a few more minutes. If you want to share your favorite Bible verse, 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALKS-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. And we're talking about this with the context of uh, the top most popular verses that are searched for in 2021. And we were encouraged that uh, Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, was number one. Uh, Jeremiah 29.11 was number two. Obviously, people looking for hope. I'm encouraged about this one uh, being number three. Are you ready? What do you think the third most popular verse is? Is this. Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. You know... It's encouraging to me that what people are searching for is to seek first the kingdom of God. Obviously, people are, are looking for hope. And I think, if I can just give you a theological opinion of what's going on, for sure the devil is active and he's creating the confusion. He's the author of confusion that we have in the world today. But I think that one of the things that people are seeing is that, you know, on the one hand, in a negative sense, We're struggling to trust our government, the left or the right. We're struggling to trust science and research. And, uh, you know, we made, you know, some jokes on behalf, uh, you know, or or about the CDC earlier in this uh, hour. And that's kind of where people are. But there's a real frustration, but it's challenging people for where they need to put their hope because we need hope. We've got to have hope. You know, if if there's no hope, we're just messed up. And I like to say, you know, if, if science is your hope, if there's no God, then science is all you got. And if that's your hope, the ultimate hope of science is that one day, billions of years from now, 
the sun is going to explode. That's the hope of science and destroy the entire solar system. And everything that's on Earth and everything we're about, all of it's just going to be dust in the wind, as the old song was. Uh, that's the hope. That's all the hope you have if there's no resurrection. But our hope is in Christ. And uh, I think it's fantastic that uh, these are the things that people were searching for. Because if you go back to 2020 and you look at that list, um, it was different. A lot of the things on that list were about fear. And we're, we're still struggling with fear. And some of the things on the list this year are still about fear. But we've moved beyond the fear. That's what this is saying to me. When I go through this list, and uh, you can just Google it, you know, top searched for verses, and you'll find the the version one. There's another one that's uh, pretty similar um, that is uh, Lifeway does it. You have some really terrific things. Um, Psalm 23, 4 is the next one. Even when I go through the darkest valley, uh, this is the, the 23rd Psalm, of course. Um, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and staff, they comfort me. So, you know, people are still looking for hope in the Lord and some place to calm their fears. Do you have a lot of fear? You know, the, the marketing plan for the media and for everything going on right now is fear. And it's on the left and right. It's what, it's what drives clickbait. If you know how the internet works, it's something I think we all should be a lot more aware of is that the way things work is that if companies are going to make money through their advertisements, then they need to find ways for you to click on it. And uh, I used to have online businesses. I started them a while ago, and I realized, you know, there's money to be made uh, if you can just get people to click on things. And advertisers would pay me. Sometimes they would only pay me if there was, you know, if somebody actually clicked on something and then they bought something but most of the time, you actually get paid if they just click on it. And it might be pennies, right? But if you have a website that would create a whole lot of traffic, you know, pennies adds up really fast. Uh, the reason that Google is so rich is because Google scans all of your Gmail, your email that you give them on your free email account, and everything you search, and they attach it to you, and they know what ads to give you, and it works. And you're saying, well, I never click on those ads. Well, you know, you may never click on the ads, but there's enough people getting ads that you click on. And if one out of a million people who are using their Google are clicking on the ad every day, that adds up to an awful lot. The next verse that was popular is Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I think one of the... Uh, themes that we're seeing with all of these verses is is God's will, that people are seeking out the will of God. Do you know the will of God for your life? That's the number one question I get uh, as a pastor. What's God's will for my life? Um, and sometimes, usually when people are asking me that, they're asking me because they have a specific question that they're asking. You know, something we're also seeing in our culture, and this is true for for you and people that you know, is what's called the great resignation. People have had time on their hands to consider their life in the past couple of years. And many people are deciding, you know what? What I'm doing is not what I want to be doing. What I'm doing right now, I just, I need to do something else. You know, and some people are doing it and they're motivated by money. They're saying, why am I in this job? It doesn't pay anything. 
and they're getting a, a better job. But a lot of people are motivated a little bit more by by purpose. And what I'm noticing with uh, with church people is that it's given us an opportunity to really seek God's will for our life. But let me put this in perspective of what God's will really is. Does he have a will for you for sort of non-moral left and right decisions? Of course he does. Uh, I think he's going to open up doors and close doors, and that's what God does. Um, he doesn't always make it real clear, right? Sometimes there's a bunch of open doors, and you got to pick one, and that's hard. Um, sometimes it's easy because he closes all the doors but one, and you really don't have a choice. That makes it easy. That's what I always want God to do if possible, but that's not how he does it. Uh, most of the time, you probably have more than one option, but you know, I think God's will, scripturally speaking, has more to do with what you do with whatever door you pick. Meaning if you go to door number one or door number two and they're both open and you pray and you're like, I don't know which one God's leading me to. You know what you should do? Pick one and go there. Because what God's will really is for you is that wherever you are, you will love God with your heart, mind, soul, and strength. You will love your neighbor as yourself. And God's call for us is to be ambassadors of Christ and to make disciples if you're a believer. If you're not a believer, by the way, what God's will is for you is for you to know him. That's God's will for your life. That's what he cares about. Because at the end of the day, whatever happens, being with God forever, that's what God wants. He wants to be with you. It's such an important thing to know about our God is that he's not the absent father who is going to give you a room in the house but uh, never wants to talk to you or never wants to see you or is disgusted by you or, you know, he just has a contractual landlord-type relationship. No, he, he's the father, and he wants to be with you. And he is ready to accept you if you come to his throne, which Hebrews calls the throne of grace. It's not the throne of, I can't believe you did all of that. It's not the throne of, I'm disgusted by you. It's the throne of grace. It's the throne of Jesus died for you. And that stuff that you think is not worth it, uh, not only are you saved, not only is are your sins forgiven, but you are also called into a purpose. And your purpose is to share your story. Your purpose is to be prepared to give people the reason for the hope that you have. That's what, when you look through all these verses, people are looking for God's will and they're looking for hope. Be encouraged by this year. This year is going to be crazy, I think. Election year, just maybe that alone is going to be crazy. I think there's going to be foreign policy issues that uh, are going to creep up on us. They're going to be big. Who knows where the virus is going? Um, But whatever the case is, your purpose doesn't change when you know it. The hope that you have in Christ, it never, ever changes. And the more you study his word, the more you trust God, the more you are strengthened in this, the more you are comforted in this. So put your hope in Christ. If you want to know more about how to do that, you can reach out to me here. I'm Scott Furrow at Southern California Live. The email address is SoCalLive at KKLA.com, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. You can email me there at any time. And uh, my friends, it's been great to be with you today. We've talked about some serious things. We've had some fun We've uh, had some songs, which I promise I will practice next time I bring that up, and uh, we've had a really good time. I want to encourage you to go to the KKLA website. If you are in the Los Angeles area, kkla.com, if you're listening on KKLA. If you're in the San Diego area, go to kprz.com. Lots of information on there. Uh, These programs get put up there eventually on the podcast if you want to listen again. And thank you for joining me. I will be back tomorrow on Thursday on this program. We're on from 3 to 5 live right here in 
Southern California. I'm Scott Furrow. Thank you for joining me today on Southern California Live. I'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.